1: Hi, this is Ro, host of The Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue, track by track. And Queen are letting us play all their music! To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod. So, without further ado, let's find out how Steve likes to walk down the street. Let's go! Steve walks really down the street,
2: Guns ready to go.
1: Welcome Hello, to the Queen goodness. Pod with me, your host, Rohan Acharya, and comedian Suze Kempner. Hello. Hi. And Queen documentarian Simon Lupton. Hello. Hello. And comedian John Robbins. Hello. Ahoy there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, we are going at a tremendous pace to have a look at this extraordinary song, Another One Bites the Dust, written by John Deacon, uh, originally uh, from the Game album. And was released as a single on August 22nd, 1980. Uh, how do we feel about this coming off the back of Behemoth Rhapsody? Good moves? It's a
2: banger. Yeah. It's a
1: banger. It really is. Do you think
0: any other band has any two, two hits that sound more different? Right. <laughs> I know,
1: yeah. You're right. Within the first two songs, they've just said, yeah, yeah. we're really eclectic, yeah. guys. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've never actually thought about that. You <laughs> just It's amazing. Um, this song reached number seven in the uk charts which actually blows my mind Uh, that was the week beginning the 21st of september 1980 but it was number one on the us billboard uh, for three whole weeks uh, from the 4th of october 1980 and it is credited as queen's best-selling single having sold over seven million copies worldwide which is extraordinary to me so it's sold more than bohemian rhapsody even is that right simon yeah incredible yeah yes well, go ahead, Simon. Do you want to give us one of your little um, amazing well, little one minute?
2: You've, you've timed it perfectly because the, the reason for that oh. is is the success. That was purely bats. The success in America made all the difference. And um, I've sort of got queen at this moment. It's sort of like uh, I, I've termed it as America on the cusp, if you like, because to be successful, you obviously have to have a decent, solid fan base in your own country. And in the UK, Queen had that, you know, regular chart success by now, selling out all the major venues on tour, had done that massive free concert in Hyde Park, so and so on. But if you want to be globally successful, then the biggest territory to crack is America. And the only way to do that is to work really hard at it. And Queen had done that Um, And by this stage, sort of almost for nearly 10 years um, when we get to this point. And that success is within touching distance. A crazy little thing called Love had been released the year before and had finally given the band their first US number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So the next single was going to be absolutely crucial to sort of consolidate and build on that success. And as we know, even the band themselves were unsure if this was the right next step um because they'd recorded another one bites dust and weren't sure whether to release it as a single or not and in fact a couple of people had said they should but it wasn't until they performed it live and michael jackson was at the concert and he said after them you have to release that as a single wow Um, and that was what tipped the balance for them so they did but essentially queen were on the verge of becoming the biggest band on the planet and um the question was would this track be the one that got them over the line
1: yes yes the answer is yes and uh the answer is yes yes it's absolutely it's it's a rhetorical question we haven't got time for rhetorical questions simon we've only got 15 minutes to discuss this song uh i've got two fun facts that i must share with you guys enjoy fun fact number one the song was used in a study to train medical professionals to provide accurate cpr the bass line of the song has close to 110 beats per minute and 100 to 120 chest compressions per minute are recommended for cpr (laughs) that's a fun fact so uh, you've got a load of medical professors going dum, dum, dum on people, which It would be great. cool, wouldn't it, to wake up? Like, your heart's <laughs> just starting. You wake up and you hear another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> ah. oh.
2: Turns out I didn't.
1: The very, first time, well, the very first time I ever went to ski was, like, 13 years old. I was terrified going down these planks. And i just mm. keep singing Another One Bites the Dust in my head because I knew I was just going to eat snow. <laughs> right. Um, I haven't got time for that. The second fun fact, the song was used in an early cut of Rocky Three before it was replaced by Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Mm. Oh, a poor decision. Right. <laughs> 80s wars. Right. Let's listen to uh, a clip from the song. The bit that I've taken is actually the instrumental section from the sort of middle of it, which I think people just sort of forget about, but it's like crazy experimental. Let's have a listen to it. Another one, bastard, dust. Ow. Another one, bastard, dust. Hey, hey, Another one, bastard, dust. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, Amazingly, John is playing most of the instruments on the track with Roger providing a drum loop and Brian uh, does noises with his guitar and an event Harmonizer. The song genuinely contains zero synthesizers. Isn't that amazing? Mm. What do you guys think about this song? Talk to me. Talk to me, Sus. I know that Brian has described the recording of this song as he, he Freddie recording this song. He said he he loved singing it and he sang it till he bled. And while I'm sure Freddie wasn't literally bleeding from the larynx, you can hear him leave it all out there in this song. He's he's got such a range in this song. It starts really like almost whispered, drawing us in. By the end of it, he's full on belting at the top of his range. But it really feels like it builds to that point. It feels like this was in his wheel. Like he loved going to clubs and having it and this was like the first track yeah you know this kind of led on to what happened with the hot space later and they started it's such a game changer yeah yeah amazing how about you john
0: well i think this song probably musically changed queen more than any other song they made more than bohemian rhapsody because if anything bohemian rhapsody was sort of the end of that era of that song Mm. whereas you wouldn't have hot space without this you wouldn't have an awful lot of what came in the 80s and i think it made them realise that they could pretty much turn their hand to any popular genre they wanted to. But I think the appeal of the song mm. is that it's an analogue recording of a digital song. Mm. And and Freddie's voice plays such a huge part. Wow! what, what? Of, of, it, it makes it so visceral. That's an
1: amazing phrase. Amazing.
0: Because this song should, in theory, be done on a computer. Mm. But it's not. And because yeah. Brian is yeah. using a harmonizer, not a synthesiser, because Roger hasn't used a drum machine, he's made a drum loop. Mm -hmm. Because all of those instruments are there, it gives it such sort of sweat and power, whereby if you were to sort of concoct this in a studio and without wanting to um, uh, cast aspersions on any of the many remixes, (laughs) that's why those remixes sound a bit naff. Yes. Because they're not, they're not, they're not, they don't feel like you're in a studio or you're in a street. They feel Mm -hmm. like they've sort of been fiddled around with.
1: There's artificiality mm. creeping in that doesn't fit with the record. That's amazing. And it does feel like a proper dance floor banger. And it is. It is. We've all gone bananas uh, to that track at a wedding or two, I'm sure. Um, yes. Simon, mm. uh, what have you got to say? Because I've heard you're guaranteed to blow our minds.
2: Guaranteed
0: to blow your mind.
2: <laughs> Always guaranteed to blow your mind. There are two things are worth remembering. Just You mentioned it earlier, but this is a John Deacon song. So we're talking about the biggest single. Uh, that Queen had and it was written by the bassist John Deacon so hats off to JD
1: for that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> not his first big hit either
2: no exactly um,
0: what a ledge you can um, almost call this uh, this song JD on coke <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh John the way you folded your hands to deliver that was beautiful You're so proud of I've you. got well done.
2: nothing to follow that with um, but uh, <laughs> What's interesting is that another one by it's <laughs> is one of the most um, covered, remixed, sampled of Queen tracks. I think um, "We Will Rock You" is probably the the, the most, but this this comes uh-huh. very close. And in keeping with the fact that this was a huge hit in America, um, you know you finally made it when you you get a weird Al Jankovic. Cover <gasps> oh, um, of which there is one for this, and it's just so funny. I thought it was worth sharing.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Riding in a bus down the boulevard, and the peaceful trade about <laughs> But a peaceful so head to stand with a pervert's
1: <laughs> wow Ro, What a I'm credit gonna really, to them I'm going to really
0: annoy you, Ro Oh
1: no, oh no, come on, man <laughs> No, yeah! no, we've only got five <laughs> minutes left There's no uh, room Weird Al uh,
0: Weird what? Al Jankovic, uh, once took his copy of Frank Zappa's freak out to be signed And Frank Zappa said My son Dweezil really likes another one ride the bus
1: Hey <laughs> Do not give a flight <laughs> <laughs> <Careless>. <laughs> all right emily make notes there we're gonna to have to use freddie bleeps right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so listen if the only album you've got is queen greatest hits one but you turn up at a queen gig or, or you're in a queen conversation suddenly and you want to sound like a deep cut queen fan here's what you can say about uh, another one bites the us you can say Oh, it's a great track, but personally, I prefer the singles B-side. I and mean, if you haven't heard Dragon Attack, you haven't lived. Oh, <laughs> Does that Very work? Good. Very good. Or you could just say, nah, it's just better live. You could always say that. <laughs> it's just better live. You, you should I would live. say it's
0: a poor man's staying
1: power. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're trying to get people to sound like other Queen fans, John. OK, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, the next track coming up is uh, Killer Queen. Are we happy? Are we happy with Killer Queen coming it's up It's
2: another massive gear change, isn't it? Right? <laughs> you just,
1: just you're right? trying to get a
2: handle on who Queen is, you, you'd like, you're going to struggle with that as
1: well, aren't you? Rock opera, disco, and then Killer Queen. Well, we'll get into it, but it's like a piece of classical music. It's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Um, so my question for you is, when Another One Bites the Dust ends... <laughs> Do you hear "Killer Queen" starting, or do you know which song comes after? Need your loving you tonight. Need your loving tonight, John. What do you hear? need your loving tonight. That's
0: why I <laughs> need that.
1: Ah. <laughs> 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 I know, I never. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Zeus, yeah. what are you hearing? Oh, "Killer Queen." "Killer Queen." This is fun game, yeah. Simon. How about yeah. you? Oh yeah, I'm. Are you? I'm doing yeah. next. No, I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, six clicks. Yeah. I'm with John. All <laughs> six clicks. I'm with John all the way. It's Need Your Love it tonight. No, no yeah. doubt, no hesitation. Uh, but I think that's because the game is such a tremendous album. And I will say to you guys, if you are just the greatest hits person, or you're into this pod new, if you're going to go and check out a good uh, a, a, a Queen album to listen to a whole more of their stuff and see what their studio tracks are like uh, their album tracks are like i think the game's a really good album to start with actually it just sounds great it still sounds very current and fresh um and yeah it's a very accessible album so that is a hot tip for you so we'll see you next time for killer queen do email us queenpod at the you can comment at the queen pod on our socials uh, and you can go along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod to see how to support us until next time, play Queen Loud.
0: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye. This has been The Queen Pod, a Seven Seas Films production, edited by Sam Easton and produced by Emily Wiley. Come follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay in touch by emailing us at queenpod at thequeempodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next time want to try